This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We're back and still alive, barely. Barely hanging on. I want to look up the percentage of things. I don't know if they would put it in just America or the world or whatever, but look up the percentage of people who actually do everything they say they're going to do. Hmm. Uh, my guess it would be less than 10%. Oh, I bet it's less than that. You think it's less than yeah, 1%? I bet, it it's, 1%. I bet it's like around <laughs> two and a half. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, Because honest to God, no matter where you are, what job you're at, not just here and everywhere, but you sit down and you go, okay, so everything should be stacked up and ready to go, and nothing is. It's yeah. just, what the hell? Yeah. We'll just go and ad-lib everything. What do you say? That's perfect. I think it's a good thing. Anything important go on overnight? Yeah, we went and hung out with a bunch of people on a I boat. I hear about your boat life. I know. I was talking about important things. You don't want to hear about Tim and Lisa? Yeah. Oh, I heard Tim and Lisa were very nice. Tim and Lisa. Uh, uh, Niemeyer. Niemeyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Niedermeyer. I was called him Niedermeyer earlier. Niedermeyer, uh, you. What do you were, call him? Niedermeyer, but no. But Niedermeyer, you worthless piece of shit. Oh. It was something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, movie. from uh, Animal House. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I would never say Pledge that. Pin? Yeah. Pledge Pin. Yeah. <laughs> they were so lovely, and they have a dog um, named Riggs who they're obsessed with. And they're like, yeah, this is our new son. Riggs is our new son. Oh, let's see. That's good. Um, and that was super fun. And I talked to Doug Sprinthal, and he's going to be on today. Dougie's going to be on today. Um, and I learned a lot of b- boat terms I didn't want to learn from Bilski and then got quizzed and was very Bilsky. wrong about them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super fun. Chris Ron was hilarious. Well, let's not start calling the salespeople hilarious. He was really funny. Yeah. No, Chris is a great guy. He's a very nice person. Um... Do I have an intro for for Doug that I'm supposed to do? I mean, it's not till nine o'clock. It's not that big a deal, but yeah, yeah. They, 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 they uh, what's his name? Patrick sent you one, but don't worry, I can have it printed off for you. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I, well, I have a new computer and my mouse is not working, so yeah. that's a real thrill. But mm-hmm. what awesome. are you gonna do? I've had bigger problems in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It all works out. Okay, so let's hear about the boat trip. So I could not go. I was supposed to go on the boat last night with Catherine, but Catherine now has what I had for 11 days. I finally got through it after 12 days now. Um, I don't know where the hell this even came from. I don't know where I got it, uh, but I, I just got this. I, maybe my daughter-in-law had it first because she didn't feel all that great. So, But now Catherine has it. Yeah. And the only problem with Catherine being sick is... Jude acts like a psychopath. Right. Because he knows something's wrong, but he doesn't know what it is. He's acting like a... I come near her, he starts growling at me. Really? Yeah. Because he he and I get along really, really well. Yeah. He's a lovely dog, but she is the queen of the earth. Yeah. And you don't mess with the queen of the earth, apparently. Apparently. Honestly, God. And you did give her this disease, so he's not wrong. I did not give her anything. I hid out in my room trying to avoid it. She took it from you. You know, the, uh, the family all came over on, what was it, Saturday, I think? And I had to stay in my room the entire day because I didn't want to give it to the little kids. Oh, well, they probably gave it to you, to be honest. You know, no, I, I think it was a, a grown adult. I think it was. I'm saying kids, kids will have a little sneeze and then they'll give it to adults and it's yeah. like death becomes her. 
Death becomes her. Yeah, if you thought you were sick now, Brittany, wait until Gogo ends up in you know kindergarten. Oh, I mean, that's what that's what daycare is. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's super petri. I mean, at least like it seems like it's a little bit more contained during that. But oh, once they hit school, school, it it definitely kicks in a high again. That's what that's what we're going through now. So since she's in like public, I mean, she's in like New Horizon daycare, and it's great, but it's they give you everything. So this last year, we've gotten everything. Sure. it's great. Yeah, and they good. say that if you do daycare, a lot of times you can avoid that initial start of kindergarten of like getting sick off of that because mm-hmm. they'll get some of it that first year. But kids are disgusting. It's really negative. It's, I love her, but she's disgusting. And she pooped in the bath this morning at 4 a.m. Oh, my God. Yeah, but did she vomit into the bowl? <laughs> no, we, she missed the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, see. That's why they put her in the tub. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea, by the way. Yeah. A sick kid, put him in the tub. Just yeah. contain her. Yeah. Okay, so you were asking about the boat. Um, yeah. No, it, uh, you were telling me, but I wasn't asking about it. You, you literally just said before you went on the thing about Jude, you were like, okay, give me the rundown of the boat. That's right after you said, let's talk about the boat. No. Go back to the beginning of the show. And play I love it. it. <laughs> We're three hours away from when I'm able to do that, but we will go back and we can listen <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so anyway, so you're on the boat. Everybody showed up but me. Yeah. We missed oh, no. you. Mike, Mike Bar- Bryant didn't go either. Michael Bryant didn't know. No, um, it was wild because it's called the Mimi. Mimi. So you walk out and there's all these giant boats. And you're like, well, where's the Mimi? I'm sure it just says it on there. And then you look a little farther, and it's the biggest one there. Doesn't surprise me. It was insane. I believe that boat holds the record for the largest boat north of, like, the Mason-Dixon line or something weird like that. There's some sort of title that it holds because every year when it goes past St. Louis, it becomes the biggest yacht in, like, the northern hemisphere. Something like I can't remember what it's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. There's a book in the boat that's one on one of the tables that explains what record it holds but it's it's beautiful and it's been around since i think 1977 was oh, the year really? they built it yeah which is yeah rudy was talking about how wild it probably was back then to just get on that boat oh yeah i mean because back then it was just like everybody had like 14 foot lungs with you know small little engines on the back the fact that you had this you know monolith floating on a river nonetheless not even the ocean but right. bringing it up a river yep. yeah we had a lot of ang- boat anxiety uh driving up because Justin was a last-minute add-on because of some of the cancellations. Mm-hmm. Bernie had messaged like, hey, does your husband want to go? And I'm like, yeah, we don't mm-hmm. do date night. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're driving up, and I was like, you're wearing shoes that are boat-appropriate. And he goes, what are those? What are boat-appropriate shoes? Tennis shoes. So I'm like, driving. I'm, like, feeling the sole of his shoes uh, yeah. if it has rubber. And it did. It was fine. Well, but he's it, not going to rig the joint. He'll be fine. <laughs> no, but, like, that was, like, on the invitation everywhere. Oh, was it really? Yes. Boat appropriate shoes. Do not scuff our shoes. No high heels. It was like, got it. Who would wear high heels on a boat? Right? That's true. Oh, wait a minute. A hooker would. Yeah, that's true. There you go. That's true. So it was a great time. Now, Mimi is, I believe, Jenny's grandmother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, is it her grandmother or her mom? Her mom, I believe. It, yeah. was her mom. it was the wife, yeah. It's Stanley's, the Stanley current the Stanley's. Oh, the current yeah. Stanley's wife. Oh, yeah. okay. I found that okay. out as well there. But yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we, we just kept a lot, a lot of laughs. Our uh, people that are attached to the show are just funny. We're just having a good time. And again, I got a low bar. We get out of the house. Yeah, it's pretty exciting for yeah, us. That's true. Um, but this was this was insane. I was it was just a fun night. So you had a little dinner on there. A little dinner, a little salmon, a little beef. That's the ticket. Well, I'm glad to hear you guys had a great time. Cause now you didn't get any of the rain, did you? 
Just a little. A little sprinkle here and there. Sprinkle. Not like what it was in town, because I heard it kind of got a little crazy. In parts in of town. Parts yeah. of town, yeah. yeah. That is true, but I, I was kind of, I was watching the news last night at 6 o'clock, and like, oh, God. <laughs> but then they said it would just kind of sprinkle. and Yeah. So good. It just didn't bother you guys at all? No, yeah. and I love that Bilski. He cracks me up. Bilski, don't tell anybody you love Bilski. I, now I got to hear it all day. I do. I hugged him and his wife like five times before he left. They just make, he just makes me laugh. He's so, he'll just go from the side, random, like across the boat. Brittany, what side of the boat are you on now? And I'd be like, uh, port? Starboard? <laughs> like, you know, and he just, he's just a fun guy. Is port left? Port, well, yes. So you don't know? No. In port other words, is, he has no idea. Yeah. Port is left. The only reason I'm saying that is because port and left have four letters in them. That's why I think I remember that. Hmm. That's starboard. a well. Now that's the way I'm going to remember it. So hopefully that's right. I think that is right. Port and starboard. I think starboard's right and port is left. I think, but I'm not sure of that. Let's see. We're going to find out right now. Yes, yes. Mm. Port is left. Popeye. So port is when you're staring out towards the front of the boat. Yes, it's to the left. That's yes. port. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's port. Good to know. The only way I remember it is as long as I didn't move, I was on starboard. But then I moved, and then I forgot where I was and where what was going on. So. The boat's that big that you forgot where you were. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Do you guys remember that time during the 80s, that trope of swab the poop deck? Oh, yeah. Everybody had to swab a poop deck when we were kids. I was like, how many poop decks are there? There's so many poop decks. What does that even mean? I have no idea. I just remember Bugs Bunny being dressed up like a captain yep. and going, swab the poop deck. I was yeah. like, that's hilarious. That's I don't how- even know what one is, but now I must swab one. I will swab away. Yeah. There you have it, swabbing. I have no idea what a poop deck even is. but uh, So I'm glad you guys had a good time. All the, the advertisers were there. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. I knew a couple of them couldn't make it. Like I said, Michael Bryan couldn't make it, I know, because he had to work last night. But uh, I didn't make it either because Catherine and, and my lovely wife, my lovely wife. Mm. <laughs> don't forget to mention that. <laughs> don't forget to mention that part of it. Yeah, she feels terrible now. It's got Poor Catherine. Year. I know. You gave her it. Uh, somebody gave it to me, though. I didn't invent it. That's true. So that's the best part of it. You're not patient zero. I am not patient zero. I don't. I just looked at something, and I don't understand what the hell. Is this true? Burger King has a new burger. Do you know about the new burger at Burger King? No, I do not. Burger King's newest burger, and burger is in quotation marks, is a bun with 20 slices of cheese. How is that a burger? So mm. it's just cheese on cheese on cheese on cheese on cheese? Well, apparently. Oh. Different, I, different styles of cheese? Is it I, all one cheese? Let me click on it because, yeah, I mean, just that's just the headline. So, yeah. so it's a grilled cheese just with a lot of cheese. Uh, this almost seems like an April Fool's idea someone in marketing tuned, uh, turned in late. So corporate said, screw it, let's just make it a real thing. Burger King is selling a new burger in Thailand uh, that's not really a burger at all. No, it's not a burger. At all. Not really. It's just not a burger at all. Uh, they're calling the real cheeseburger, calling it that, but uh, there's no meat, just with a bun, with 20 slices. Oh, all 20 slices are American cheese. It's all American, American, American. Oh, I want to see a correct. picture of uh, it. The worst cheese. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't like American cheese either. It's why, why is it's too doughy? It, it's, what is it? It's weird and gelatinous, and it's just yeah. chemically made. Yep. And it's any cheese that has to come in an individual single wrapper. I don't like any of that garbage. Gross. This it is, does have a single wrapper. Yeah. This is insane. That is insane. Yeah. Why would you eat that? That is absolutely unhinged. 
That is like a drunken mess. That's something you would make in the middle of the night. It's just a burger with a pile of cheese in the middle. But there's no burger. Yeah. I meant to say it's burger bun with burger a pile bun, of yeah. cheese in the middle. Wow. Yeah, no thanks. I like a cheese sandwich. You know, it's a good thing, but I don't know. 20 slices. How many calories are in that, does it say? Oh, my God. I mean, it's got to be 100 calories per slice. Isn't it? It's kind of like 2,000 calories or something. Yeah, oh I imagine God. that's probably around the 1,200 area. Although, I listen, oh, wow. a, hot, a hot ham and cheese every now and again. Oh, oh hell yeah. Dear. But what, like two cheese pieces tops? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a different deal, yeah. No, there's no question. Ham and cheese. Well, a, a cheeseburger. Love cheeseburgers, too. But uh, I don't, you know. Just a flat-out cheese sandwich. I, I suppose I could eat one, depending on what the cheese is. But yeah. it wouldn't be my go-to. I can't find the exact, but they're saying a literally a thousand cal- calories worth of unnecessary processed cheese. This was an article, so I don't know what the actual, what like the actual calories are. So that would be fifty calories per slice. I mean, that's probably about right. Yeah, I would think so. A piece of cheese, right? About fifty, fifty calories, something like that. Uh, you got to see the photo to appreciate how much cheese it is. Twenty slices, roughly a pound. It's a pound of cheese. You know who'd love this. <laughs> Sansevier. Oh, Sandy would love it. You're right. You're absolutely right. He would take the bun off. There is a photo that you showed me. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's insane. The uh, photo in their ad makes it look melted, but there's a YouTube video of a guy eating one. It looks like they barely even heated it up. Uh, For its initial run, they're only charging $3, but they'll eventually sell it for... Okay. A bun with 20 pieces of American cheese. They're going to sell it for $11. What? Hmm. Why? In the, uh, no way. Do their burgers even cost that much? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I think a Whopper's like tops. I think you're paying like $4.99. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's this, just for the burger, not the meal. But this is in Thailand. Yeah. So you can do the conversion and... I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, sounds like they plan to uh, make it permanent, uh, permanent menu option in Thailand. No word on whether they're bringing it to the U.S. or not. But you can, only, uh, you can already get one if you want. Just order a cheeseburger, no ketchup, mustard, pickles, or meat, and ask for 19 extra slices of cheese. Uh, once again, I, maybe in Thailand that's a great thing. I have no idea why you would want that. I love that they're like, okay, we're going to have it be discounted at first because you're going to love this. Like, we'll give it to you yeah. for $3 first, but yep. then you'll eventually, yeah. you're going to want it for 11 no, I think you're absolutely right. It just, well, it makes no sense. Why do we expect so much out of a country whose main sport is Russian roulette? Is it really? Have you seen some of these? I mean, that's why there's guys who go to uh, Thailand is to do stuff like that. To shoot people? No, well, they, they bet on... Uh, like, oh, so they bet on They bet okay. on themselves okay. being able to get through a round of... Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, there's ladies shooting ping pong balls out of orifices and Russian roulette and cheese sandwiches. Thailand sounds amazing. Oh, so it's not exactly Russian. It's not really Russian roulette where you kill someone. No, no, no. You, but you pull the trigger on yourself. But what does it shoot you with? A gun. So you could kill yourself. Absolutely. In yeah. this game? Yeah, that's the game. The, oh, the game is everybody puts in some money, and then you spin the, the, you know, you put one bullet in the chamber, you have six, and then you spin it. And then you click it over, and you put the gun to your head, and you pull the trigger. And if it goes okay. click, you win. <laughs> okay. Good for you, kids. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, I know what Russian roulette is. It's just hard to imagine right. somebody actually going and playing it. Oh. When you got not a lot to live for, and I mean, listen, I guarantee Hunter Biden has been in a game of Russian roulette yeah, at some point. You I know? can see that. I'd have to agree with you. He seems like a Russian roulette kind of guy. Um, that's the other thing. So I'm sitting at home 
you know, making sure that Catherine's got everything she needs and all the rest of it. You cannot watch eight hours of television. I, you can't do it. Or at least I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried. I tried to watch John Wick, which is three hours long. I got about 10 minutes in. Did you guys see that movie? No. I've seen all the John Wicks except for the last one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I got about 10 minutes in. I went, this is a three-hour-long movie? I don't know. I, I got to watch it at some point, but I just I couldn't get through it last night. It just... I don't feel like you're ever going to watch it. It's too long. Yeah, I just feel like yeah. it's... Life is so short, and why are you going to watch a bad like, a movie you're just not that into? And it's okay. Well, everybody tells me it's really good, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do like Keanu Reeves, a great guy. Well, be clear. Bob Sansevier just tells you often that how great it is. He loves that series. Yeah, so does Michael Bryant. Yes. And does, I can't remember, did Lambers like it as well? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so, too. I think you do. All right, that's enough, people. You're right. It is funny that we'll spend three hours scrolling through Netflix and Amazon Prime and Max and not find anything to watch. But if we're like, you make me sit down and watch something for three hours? No, thank you, sir. Yeah, I am so I agree. I'm so quick to put on a, <coughs> a TV show. Like, that's just where we're at. I've been watching a lot of, rewatching a lot of Veep. Veep? Yeah. Oh, that's the, what's her name, Julie Louis-Dreyfus? Louis yes, yeah. you would love it. Um, no, I wouldn't. I don't. I can't stand her. Oh, I love her. Everybody loves her. I, she is one of the most arrogant human beings on the face of the earth whose father is a billionaire. I think she's hilarious. Tough, tough break it into the business for you, was it? Sure. <laughs> but, like, you can't condemn her for that. No, I can do whatever the hell I want, That sister. is true. You can. You heard me. You can. No, no, I understand. I, I liked her at first on Seinfeld. I don't know. Although, I got to be very honest with you. Hmm. I might be, I watched Seinfeld, I liked it, I liked things about it, but as far as loving I never loved it like people, other people did. I thought it was okay. I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where if you, you can't watch too many in a row, because you go there, yeah. it feels very formulaic in yeah. some ways. Yep. And you go, uh, I, I, but when you like watch a one-off here and there, especially as you get older and you have the same problems like they have, you go, okay, this is kind of funny. Well, when they put it on Netflix, I sat down to watch the entire series, and I feel like watching it back to back to back to back, it makes you appreciate how crazy every single one of those characters were, especially George Costanza. Oh, yeah, they're insane. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of like almost like they get goofy at some – they're such caricatures of themselves, and that's why I would have trouble watching a lot in a row. Mm-hmm. But it is – I could see that fun watching that arc. The Frogger episode, when he's trying to keep the Frogger machine alive, yes. I watched that with my mom, and my mom said, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know why this is funny. And I, that was the first moment where I went, you and I will never see eye to eye on almost anything in life. If you don't <laughs> like that episode, I don't know if I can. I can't break bread with you anymore, Mom. <laughs> you don't find this Frogger episode of Seinfeld hilarious. And you haven't seen her since. Not since. Yep. Cut ties. All right. got to take a break here, ladies and gentlemen. Right back right after this. Mike has an amazing offer for my, our listeners. It says my listeners on here, but I changed it to our listeners. What do you think? Thank you. Uh, on his Giza Elegance My Pillows, you will receive a uh, Giza Elegance My Pillow for as low as $19.98. Regular price is $69.98. This My Pillow comes in four levels of support. You'll also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as My Pillow towels, mattress topper, My Slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer. On the Giza Elegance My Pillow for as low as $19.98 and use promo code TOM. This offer comes with a 10 year warranty, so you know it's gonna last. It's a 60 day money back guarantee, too. 
so you have nothing to lose. That's the whole point there. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on the Giza Elegance MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Boating season is here, and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please, not only be aware of other boats on the water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injured. Working hard and going farther with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy sent you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You know, there has to be, a, I don't know if there's a God, but there's got to be a God. And I hope there is, obviously. That'd be nice goodness and all that stuff. But um, if there is a God, why me, is all I have to say. Because I was going to bring up this up to you guys. Eric Burden, one of my favorite performers of all time. Mm-hmm. Eric Burden and the Animals, oh, phenomenal. Okay. Just fantastic, right? Okay. I'm listening to WDGY on the way in, which is on 107.1 HD2, which is um, my talk. Right? Yes. That's HD1. HD2 is WDGY. I've been listening to it. Uh, Ray Eric's been appearing on there lately, and I think the world of Ray. Ray's, Love Ray. Ray's a great guy. 
So I'm listening, and I did realize again after hearing it on the way in, particularly at 6 o'clock in the morning, I love you, Eric Burden. Uh, appeared with us in, in Vegas one year, nice guy. You know, not the huge personality, but a nice guy, right? Remember the song When I Was Young by Eric Burden and the Animals? I would have to hear it. You probably don't remember because it's really old. But it is the worst song he ever did. He is so bad in that song. It is unbelievable. And why they ever released it, I, he literally goes, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, God. You've got to hear this song, how bad it is. So I had to hear that song and you singing on the same day. It's torture. Wait, I was singing? Yeah, just now you were. Wasn't I ta- so talented that you didn't even know if yes, you could hear the... That's exactly what it was. Oh, yeah, there you That's the song right there, yeah. We can't hear it, though. Uh, let's see. Looks like I got it here. Um, yep, that's it. When I was young I smoked my first cigarette at ten. And for girls, I had a bad yen. Oh my god. Isn't that that is really bad? How horrible. I love Eric Burden and the animals. I mean, I'm sorry, but their 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 career was magnificent. But they had to play that song this morning on the way in, and I'm like, oh why me? Why? But go to the end of it, because it's the worst part of the song. If you can go, just go to the end of the song. The last 30 seconds is all you're going to be able to take. Here we go. It gets worse. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, boy. This kind of reminds me of when uh, Manson put out that, those yeah, songs. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, that mm-hmm. is so correct. Good call. Uh, Eric, what were you doing, man? Wow. No, 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 no. But he misses notes in that song. I don't know what the hell he was doing, but he misses notes by about a foot in that song. I like the basic um, uh, like rhythm, like, I was 10 and I smoked a cigarette. It was like, that's so bad. Well, I want you to know how global I am by including the sitar in the song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Where can we get a sitar player? <laughs> See, this goes back to my Hall and Oates theory. Oh, yeah. About why it is, how it is that you can have songs like You're Making My Dreams Come True and Man Eater in the same catalog. Making My Dreams Come True is such a great song. It, is, it, yep. it just It's poppy and it's finger snapping. And then they do Man Eater, which is a huge pile of steaming crap. But the, but the animals also have this. Wonderful. Which song. I feel like this is such a great jam. Good vibe. See my daddy in bed. See his hair turning. Oh. When it gets to the chorus. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Here we go. Oh man, what a great That's song! That's such that a yeah. good song. Great jam. But then we also have to have the animals going. No, 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 no. Yeah, no thanks. 
when I was 10. But I got to go on my sitar. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Thank God the sitar just disappeared. God, it was, yeah. it was what, the 70s, I guess, maybe? Yeah, the Beatles were like one of the first yeah, yep. to really sit down with it and put it in mainstream songs. Then everybody had to do it. Uh, Deborah wrote in saying he must have been high when he recorded it because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And I think she I, is yeah. on to something. I think you're right. And it's funny, too. It's like when that's when you need people like you in my life because uh, you would be like, this is shit. Stop what you're doing. But I bet you they're surrounded by a bunch of people that are Kiss saying, ass. yeah, oh, great. Yeah, you yep. should totally. That rhyme scheme works absolutely. Everything's great. Do you think he was drunk when he recorded it? No, I think he was absolutely on shrooms or something. Well, There's got to be like a high, high factor. Drunk yeah. or high? Yeah. Okay. I accept that. I accept it as well. We'll go with drunk <laughs> or high. It has to be one or the other. Yeah. Eric, make very clear, just in case somebody sends this to you, I love you. You're a supreme being, the rest of it. Why they ever released that song. I know they were trying to get hip with the sitar and yeah. all that, but it's like, oh, God. You know, I think Eric knows it's shit, too, and he's fine with it. How do you start off with, there is a house in New Orleans? How do you start there and end up with that piece of crap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. God, House of the Rising Sun is one of my favorite songs ever. It's so good. It's such a specific vibe that, like, nothing else fills that void. Yeah. A specific vibe. Don't you love? <laughs> I could write a song. Listen, listen here, uh, Maharshi. Specific vibe. Don't you have to go home? Yes. Was, was that Deliverance you were just playing? Yeah, I don't know what the hell that We were talking about Deliverance on the boat last night. Why? What were you talking about? Because we were talking about, uh, gosh, Pat. Uh, Pat got us down some weird oh, rabbit holes. Oh, God. And then he was like, well, you can't deny it's a, not a great movie. I was like, it is a great movie. But I saw it far too young that it made me so sad because I'd never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah. Like the rape scenes. Jesus. I'm sorry, but like, you know, and I, he was like, yeah, but you can't deny it's a great movie. I'm like, I'm not saying that. Now, which movie is this again? Deliverance. It was okay. Yeah, that's, I didn't want to say that, but I just remember being like, the scenes were so sad, it didn't make up for, the action scenes didn't make up for it. Remember you, what he said to the guy when he's going to rape him? You got a pretty mouth. Squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig, you got a pretty mouth. Both yeah. of you, you're both right. Oh, well, see, that sticks with you. Like, there's no reason we should be <laughs> yeah. able to say lie. It stuck with me. It I was, is. like, shocked. Would we be talking about deliverance if there wasn't a squeal like a pig, you no. got a pretty mouth, and then some hillbilly playing dueling banjos? We wouldn't be talking about no. this movie unless those three things existed. It, it right. wasn't that great of a movie. It's right. fine, but... Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Burt Reynolds was in it. That was a big draw of it. Mm-hmm. Was that one of his first big movies? What was yeah, and that was mustacheless Burt Reynolds. By oh, the was way, it really? yeah, so it was kind of it, it, people really hadn't like settled in with the smoking the bandit yet. At least I think the timeline that works out. I think now that you both know him, uh, the family went and ate uh, dinner on vacation in Florida about oh many many years ago because Burt's been dead for a long time now. So we sit down and the server walks over and says uh, to Andy. Boy, aren't you a lucky young man. Andy at the time is maybe 14, 15, something like that. So it was about 20 years ago, somewhere in there. He's sitting there, and the guy comes up. I can't, or it's a woman, actually. I can't tell you how lucky you are to be sitting where you're sitting. He goes, why? He said, you know who was sitting there just before you got here, literally just a minute ago, who was sitting there? And he goes, no. She goes, Burt Reynolds. Long pause. Who's Burt Reynolds? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Andy has no idea about that kind of stuff. Oh. 
<laughs> that server's like, oh no, you don't. Need- <laughs> she wanted him to be so excited. <laughs> That's such an Andy thing. I know. It's hard to. Does Andy is is Andy impressed with anything? Very little. Yeah. Mathematics. He's very impressed with mathematics. Yeah. There's no question about that. He loves that. I got to check the weather here. Mostly cloudy with passing showers and thunderstorms, but no severe weather today, so that's good. Um, I should probably check and see what time they're talking about, maybe with these. With these um, okay, so we're good. Uh, about 1 o'clock. Oh, well, there's only a 10% chance, though. All day, there's only a 10% chance at 1 and 2 o'clock. So it might not rain at all today. And if it does, like I said, no severe weather. High of 78. Evening shower, then clearing and comfortable. Low of 59. Mostly sunny, a little warmer showers possible at night with a high of 83 tomorrow. Then Friday, scattered showers and thunderstorms, likely no severe outbreak expected again. Why are they bringing that up now in the, in the report that they have to tell you there's no severe weather coming? Yeah, that seems really weird. Like, it does, yeah. Are, can't you say that every time? Like, I would think. It, like, but what if they added, like, also, no drought today? So you, you were on the boat last night, but there was no severe weather. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like, it's just a weird, it's very suspicious add-on. Like, yeah, today's going to be great. No tornadoes. Oh, okay. Good. Glad to hear <laughs> All right. Yeah. Glad to hear is that a no tsunamis coming your way today, Minneapolis. Yeah. You're like, hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, like, are you threatening us mm-hmm. right now? Glad to hear it that there's no severe anything. But, yeah, right now it's cloudy and 63. Later on, 78 for the high. Uh, a passing shower is possible, but not a big deal at all. So it looks like the weather's going to be pretty good. Pretty, pretty decent anyway, correct? We'll, we'll take it, yeah. We shall take it indeed. So anything else in the news? Of uh, I, I didn't really see any. I keep grabbing my mouse here, and it doesn't work. I and i got to remember that it doesn't work. There's this new trend I want you to look at. Okay. Um, I threw it in Tom's news stories. It's, All right, I'll click on it right now. Star Trib wrote on it about uh, tooth gems. Tooth gems? Yes. Oh, there it is. I see that. Big in the Twin Cities now, and I just want to know what Tom Bernard thinks about tooth gems. Okay, I'll click on it right now. Uh, Is there a picture of a tooth gem? Yes, sir. I kind of thought there would be. Redirecting me to the Star Tribune. Boy, this is working really, really well. (laughs) Okay, tooth gem trend hits Twin Cities. Regulation is like, so they're what, what, do you, what do they mean by that, regulation? I don't think there's a lot of, like, rules on who can put these on. Oh, that's never a good idea. Okay, my computer is a disaster. It keeps changing constantly. There, now I'm back at it. Uh, so th- this is not like, like back in the day, like gang leaders would put a diamond in one of their front teeth. Sure. Right? Is that what this is? Pretty I much. so, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty oh, much. Okay. I, they have all sorts of colors, and it's like pretty much bedazzling your teeth. Uh, they pay thousands of dollars for training uh, uh, the in tooth whitening and tooth gem application, and then they can use it to apply tooth gems uh, to people with little to no, like, certification. Well, great. So you could let somebody drill into your tooth that's not certified to do it? Yeah. No, I don't... thanks. And, like, I mean, I saw somebody on the bus... When I was going to Taylor Swift, I saw somebody on the bus with a tooth gem. And it actually looked, and I hate to say this, you're going to hate me. It looked kind of cool. <laughs> Boy, we are in different generations. Yeah. <laughs> she no looked cool. She, like, in general was cool. So she had a diamond in her tooth. It was, like, yeah, on the center. So she center. made sure everybody could see it. Yeah, it was, like, on the center on her teeth. Yeah. You mean between her two front teeth? No. 
no, on yeah, yeah. center mass on a tooth, but it was oh, like yeah. a side tooth, like yeah. a canine. Yeah, you never want to do like right a boom. Like, yeah, because that was like, it, you had wanted a little off center. Yeah. I mean, if you have a two in the middle of your mouth, it's too distracting. Yeah. Okay, so let me just say this, because this is where we're trying to get, at least this is where I'm trying to get into life right now. That is not something I'm interested in. It's not something I would ever do. I, I think it's really stupid. Yeah. But if you want to do that, good for you. You got your life, and I'm happy for you. At the end of the day, I absolutely agree with you on this. I have no interest in this at all. No. I'm so scared. Like, I want my teeth to be taken care of to the mo- like the level that I need them to be. And I feel like adding glue to the teeth is not where I'm at in my life. Well, it's not just glue, though, is it? Yeah, it's no, it's not. Drilling and glue, right? I don't know if there's drilling. Well, it has to if they plant it in the tooth, if they implant it. It's like an adhesive, an orthodontic. Oh, so it's not a real gem, then? Adhesive. Um, oh, it must be something like they use for braces, like when they put braces on. Because when my daughter had her braces on, they, you know, they put like a little gel on there, and then they apply the brace, and then they put the wire through. So it must be something like that. Yeah. So it's not really a gem, then. It's just a fake gem. Well, I don't think it's a diamond. I think it's just like something glittery. But I mean, it's not a whole, like a gem you would consider to be maybe about a quarter inch thick at least or something like that. No, I think these are like flat. Like this is like what you, if you were going to bedazzle your jeans kind of thing, but smaller. But see, once again, I would never do that. But if you want to do that, I'm happy for you. Mm -hmm. But most people now would go, what the hell are you doing that for, you moron? It's like, settle down. Uh, Guess the price of getting one single Swarovski. Two grand. Say it for me, Swarovski crystal. Say it right. I don't even know what you're talking about. Swarovski? Is that what it is? Swarovski? I don't see see it in the story. Are you having a stroke? Are you okay over there? Yeah, God. My goodness. I know how to say this, but I can't say it Is it in the story? Yes. Where is it in the story? You guys, it's like those fake crystals. Yeah. Swarovski. 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 I think it's a Polish kid I went to school with. (laughs) Swarovski. I'm almost That's how good it is. I don't know. I I don't see the word. I can't say it if I'm reading it. Okay, calm down. There are other people in the room. Um, where do you see the word? Uh, oh, she's doing. No, she's I, doing. Yeah, I would try to help you on this, but I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I don't either. Uh, cubic zirconium is. I probably screwed that up. It sounds like zirconium. No, Swarovski. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, Swarovski. Yeah. I can't say it. I refuse to try again. Abilba, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I have to say. But guess how much money it is to get one crystal. I'm saying two Gs. Uh, No, it's only 50 to 80. That's good. (laughs) I know. That's all. So it's a fake diamond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't like that. Listen, I, I agree with Tom. If you're going to be like a drug dealer, I want you to get like a, like a center punch. I need a three-eighth drill bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want a wing nut on the back of that tooth holding that stud in. I want, I want some actual work here, not just you just gluing, bedazzling your teeth. That's garbage. That's literally what it is. Yeah. And so it's just to look attractive, to look cool. Why, why are they doing it? To look cool. So it is to look cool. Everything's to look cool. I'm looking at it right now. This one, they're showing this person has five of them. Oh dang! That's a lot of that's a lot of fake yeah. diamonds or Swarovskis or whatever Swarovski. Swarovski. Um, and then when you accidentally swallow them, do you look for them later or no? So do you think a lot of people do swallow them because they fall off? Oh, I bet they fall off. Yeah. Probably, I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt that for a minute that they. <laughs> 
That's really nice. You're wearing something that just falls off your face. Yeah, eventually, right? It's not a good idea, do you think? Yes. Um, now, I do remember people doing that when I was a kid sure. in my 20s, but those were real diamonds that they put in their teeth. Yeah, this is definitely not. And um, the thing is, those crystals are, you can get things, you can buy like phone cases with them on. They're just, they're, but they're really good looking. Oh, okay. Swarovski. <laughs> Swarovski. Okay, don't hurt yourself. Stop, it's please. of ski. Swar of ski. Not doing it. Well, swar but if you break it up, it's swar of ski. Of. Not off, it's of. Of. Ski. Come on, let's dance. It's a beautiful day. There's no question about it. Yeah, I, I, it's not something I would do, but, but, but again, I would like to remind people whether somebody's older than you, younger than you, whatever, doesn't mean they're always wrong. Yeah. Because, because there's probably a lot younger people that are doing this now, I assume. Yeah, I think it's your 20s. Yeah, good for you. 20s. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at it. I, I, like I said, it, I, we were talking to a girl on the bus, and all of a sudden she like smiled and laughed about because she was going to Taylor Swift the next night. And we, oh, she was yeah. all excited that we were going. And she smiled, and there was this, like, it was cute on her. But I also feel like she was just cool. You know what I mean? Like, there was, like, a part of her where she, if she was holding, like, a dead raccoon, I'd be like, I guess that's cool now, and I'll do mm -hmm. it. Okay, now, have either one of you ever spoken face-to-face -to, -face to someone who, who, one who's wearing a grill? Uh, yes, it's super distracting. It really is. It really <laughs> is. That, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, is a brace that's lined up with fake diamonds, and you literally clip it up into your upper teeth. Yeah, yeah it's a retainer. Yeah, it's like a retainer. That's exactly right. I've only been around people that don't have exactly a lot of finances that wear it. Retainer and money? Yeah, retainer money. <laughs> <laughs> and so it never, they can never talk right. And so it's very distracting to watch yeah. them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's not like a super well-fitting one that I'm sure is thousands and thousands of dollars. I just go, you sound like an idiot right yeah. now. MC Whitey, you got a little drool coming out of the side of your yeah. mouth from that yeah. bedazzled retainer you got in your face. Pull it out. That's it, exactly. You just reminded me of my mother, by the way. The retainer money. Oh, the, the money part. That's Everything so was, funny. Hey, Mom, do you think we go to, where am I going to get movie money? That is Everything of, was this money, yeah. that lunch money, movie money, that money, retainer money. Hey, Mom, can we get all this, can we get frozen yogurt? Where do you think we're going to get frozen yogurt money? <laughs> That's what it is. That's I what it was. love that. I can't ever imagine saying frozen yogurt to my mother. She would have gone, what the hell are you talking <laughs> about? Up. Like, what are you talking about? We should probably take a break here because we've got a, uh, Kristen Burt coming up in just a couple of seconds. Um, thank you to North American Banking Company for being such a great... Uh, do I have to say this about Bilski? Yeah, I like him. I'm basically sucking up to Bilski in this ad. Why not? He's it fun. It's terrible. Just do it. Thank you to North American Banking Company for being such a great partner of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I've been banking there for years, and I highly recommend you do the same. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities, not shipped out of state. This helps business owners solve problems and expand their businesses with confidence. And I can take a pause here to tell you that I've worked with Mike Bilski for years, and he has done exactly what he said he was going to do with these very things. He's really, really good at it. They offer the same online and mobile banking options. Well, maybe the people that work for him are good. Maybe it's not Bilski. Yeah, I don't even think he shows up. Yeah, maybe. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as other banks, of course, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. When North American Banking Company first opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. 
Well, a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. There is no shortage of banking options in the Twin Cities. If you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, be sure to check out North American Banking Company. Find them online at nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy said this is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Entirety. Do you hear that? Entirety. Well, I can't Not say in... Swarovski, so what do I know? Swarovski. Thank you. Swarovski, yeah. Swarovski. Hey, stop smiling. I don't want to see the diamonds in your teeth. This is a lot of orthodontia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Okay, well, it works. How you doing, sister? Doing well. We're about to have a strike here in Hollywood, so. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Friday. Yeah, it's, 
Uh, it'll be, it's going to be, it's what's crazy today is it's actually Emmy nominations day. So we're going to be like, yay, it's the Emmy nominations. Oh. And in 12 hours from now, we will be on strike. Uh, you will be on strike too, Tom. I will be on strike, but that business is nowhere near what it used to be. So I don't even care. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, it, you're not starring on your next sitcom. They honest to God, no, I'm talking about voiceover and all the rest of it. They've changed it so much now. It's nowhere near what it used to be. It's too bad. That's the whole big problem with groups of people coming together to make decisions because they, instead of improving things, they always make it worse. Yeah, I, I, I think the, what we've realized is the unions really don't hold the power that they used to no. 50, 60 years ago. So, No, they do not. Well, this is all about the big shots in Hollywood. They're going to make all the decisions, right? 100%. And I think what's interesting, though, is that the actor strike scares them. The writer strike does not scare them. And the news that came down last night is they are going to bring in federal mediation to negotiate the actor's strike. So they want this to be very short. Okay. However, they are willing to let the writer's strike go at least until September, October. And there was one quote in Deadline that was ridiculous. They're like, we're fine if they lose their apartments or their houses because we figure they have about five months of money and then they'll cave. Oh, oh my God. So you get kicked out of your house and that's a good thing. That's a good thing, oh, according to one studio executive who dared to say that quote. I was like, how horrible of a human being are you? <laughs> but that's exactly what happened in 2008. Yeah, It got to yep. the point where a lot of writers lost their homes, and we were also in the middle of that awful real estate crash, too, back in 2008. Right. So I, it's And it's obviously going to go past 100 days. The last one was 100 days. Um, to reach 100 days for this strike, it's going to be like August third, fourth, fifth, sixth, somewhere oh, around there. God. So we're, we're almost at a hundred days and, you know, adding two more months to it sounds pretty awful. Cause it's, even if the actors resolve their contract issues, let's say in two weeks, that's not going to bring production back because no. we still need the writers to write all of the fall shows. So it's, we're all going to be feeling this pain come September because Fox yesterday is like scratch our scripted programming for the fall. It's all going to be unscripted. So we now have CVS unscripted Fox and ABC. The only person who hasn't caved is NBC. Really? How about mm -hmm. CNN? What are they going to do? <laughs> CNN <laughs> is just going to spout a bunch of news 24 seven and hope you're watching. So Fox news that's, that's not going to affect them at all because they're no, it won't affect yeah. any of them. In fact, my friends who work at Fox, they're not even unionized. It's, they're not a part of SAG after, which I thought was really, yeah, I, I was shocked that. by that. And, and, it's interesting because our local Fox is SAG-AFTRA, but Fox News, because my friend works for Fox Entertainment, yeah, yep. not not union. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. and, well, I, whatever, I guess they do what they do. But, yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate that everything now, and I mean every single thing, is about money. Money, 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 money. My God, people. Yeah, and the AI. And I think that this is yeah, – people should be paying attention to this because – this is not the only industry that AI is going to affect. We're just one of the first people to have to really deal with it mm -hmm. with the strike. It's hitting every single industry at some point. So pay attention to how this gets resolved because it's a little scary. Well, the good thing for like morning radio now, and I'm talking not, not talking podcasting, but morning radio, they'll just be able to have a, a piece of machinery tell horrible jokes. That's right. They can make good. all those fake phone calls and be like, you were cheating on me. <laughs> what is it, Ryan's Roses? Yes, <laughs> Ryan Seacrest does Ryan's Roses. And people are like, I can't believe that happened. I'm like, you realize that's a sketch, right? It's a joke. 
Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I, I, I was on a show like that for a while where we, you know, they'd write bits and they'd get actors and all this stuff. And oh I remember God. I was listening to it one day. It was like a replay. I was listening with my, my daughter's mom while we were together. And she was super into it. She was like, can you believe that? Where did you guys find this person? I go, you do realize this is all fake. <laughs> this is like, this is entertainment people. for dumb people. And my, and my daughter's mom goes, why'd you have to ruin it for me? And I was like, yeah, you're right. Why am I poo-pooing all over this? If you like it, it's like when I was a kid when my mom would go, wrestling is fake. It's all fake. I was like, so what? I like it. Who cares? Right. Get off me. The injuries are real, honestly. Yeah, yeah. they are. Mm -hmm. That's very true. So do you think this will go long term? Yes, it's, and and in oh, fact, we are God. at a point. Even though they're announcing the primetime Emmys today, they're already talking about we're not having the Emmys on September 18th as oh, planned. Yeah. So Fox wants to have it in January of 2024. The TV Academy wants to have it in November, and I mean, and this is to give you an idea. Like this is what's so crazy about it. It's even like planned as to when like the strike is going to end. It's like the TV Academy has insider news that it's going to end by October and we'll be all set and ready to go by November. And it's weird how like everyone's on the same page of like, yeah, this is the time frame of when it's going to end. I'm like, how crazy is all of that? Um, but Fox is a little sad because they rotate networks. You know, one year it's on ABC, the next year it's on NBC. It's Fox's year. And like, this is the worst year to have it on your network because it's going to cost them a lot of money to have to push it. Right, exactly. I had, I have a question for you because I was talking to a friend of mine who's in the voiceover business now. I mean, Rudy is now as well. I don't do much anymore. Um, but I didn't realize that they've regulated as much as they did. You used to be able to make a lot of money in voiceover, and it takes a lot longer to make a lot of money in voiceover now than it used to. And they don't pay anywhere near as much as they used to. No, and I tell everybody that wants to get into it, there's two ways to make $1,000 in this business. You can do one ad for $1,000, or you can do 10 ads for $100. Yep. You still make $1,000, but more than likely, you will have to do 10 ads for $100 before you do the one for 1000 Are those $1,000 ads out there? Absolutely. Are those $10,000 ads out there? Sure. You will get one every seven years. But for the most part, you just chip away and just do $50 reads every day. I do like four $50 reads every single day. And make and it's always the same thing. It's yeah. 60 seconds. You get paid nowhere near what you used to. Right. But at the end of the month, if you're willing to like grind it out and put some work in, you can have a nice little side hustle going. No, it's true. You can make some, yeah. some decent money. But literally, back in the day, you would have clients. Like, I did Gatorade for five years. Yeah. It wasn't just you know one at a time. I literally was the voice of Gatorade for five, six, seven years. But and you were getting residuals off that too, right? Uh, a lot of residuals. Yeah, right? you're not That's getting gone. residuals, are you, Rudy? Mm. No, not. Oh no, are you kidding me? No, I got hosed in a Pepsi deal oh. that I should have made thousands of dollars on, and I got paid hundred and twenty-five dollars. And I'm and of course when I went to my agent and went, hey, what's the deal, man? Like this shouldn't be going. I shouldn't have my voice in, 50, you know, in uh, fifteen different states when I cut this for one state. Right. And they just MP3'd it to like their other regional they buddies, did. and they, they stole do, the yeah. ad. Yep. And he's like, "Yeah, we, how about we just let this one go?" I'm like, "No, we don't <laughs> let this one go." Yeah. Because the next time it happens, you're gonna say, "Just let it go." And that's <laughs> what, no, you need a new agent. I, oh yeah, no, no, absolutely, yeah, no. I I canned that agent. It wasn't much longer. I haven't worked with that person for a long time but, now, and because of that. In their defense, I don't know them, but in their defense, this woman I was talking to was an agent in Chicago, and she said, Tom, you wouldn't even like the business anymore. You just wouldn't care for it. That's nah, so different. It's really sad. Well, 
And we had a, a SAG after had a major a commercial strike back in 2000 that lasted six months. Ooh. And that was the worst strike. We, I mean, we wound up getting like pennies on the dollar with that contract. And a lot of uh, commercials wound up going non-union and yeah. they never came back. Yeah. And that is the big deal. And I'm sure that that carried over into the voiceover industry. Mm-hmm. That's really, I mean, it was, why do they mess with it? It was so beautiful and perfect back in the day. And it's, once again, why did they change it? Because they want all the money. Of course. And it, it was, you know, if you booked one commercial, you could live off of that for a year. Honestly. You could, If you yeah. booked a good McDonald's, yep. a good Coca-Cola commercial, $100,000. Why'd you bring up residuals McDonald's? residuals and everything else. Why'd you bring them Now, up? you are lucky. If you make $12,000 off of a national commercial in a full year cycle... That's a good day at the office. You did that to me on purpose, didn't you? What did I do? Bringing up McDonald's. Some of my most painful experiences in voiceover history. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. What happened? I was the voice of McDonald's for the 1984 Olympics. I think it was the 84 Olympics, right? Mm -hmm. And everything's great. Yeah, it was the 1984 Olympics because I got married and I was up in Canada on our honeymoon. And I came back and I was going to, Catherine, we're going to make so much dough off of this. It's going to be unbelievable. God, we're going to rake it in. I'm walking through the airport, and I see all these headlines. Remember, they used to line up the paper boxes in the airport hallways. A uh, guy goes into a McDonald's in, in San Diego and kills, what, 19 people? Those commercials oh. never ran. I got zero because that, it's like, you son of a bitch. Wow. Why did they pull well, the commercials? McDonald's. It was a maniac. Well, exactly. I don't know, but they pulled all of the commercials. Huh. They just didn't want their name out there because it happened in a McDonald's, I guess. I mean, obviously, it wasn't their fault, so I, I agree with you. Why would you pull your commercial? Yeah. I remember the little girl, the, the, the focus of it all, was her name was Sally Bell. Sally Bell is in the Olympics, or whatever the hell. But, yeah, that kind of stuff, uh, Way to bring up McDonald's. Way to now go, that's Chris. Painful yeah. loss. I'm sorry. <laughs> and for those people, I mean, you'd never want to go to McDonald's again after the McDonald's. It was called the McDonald's Massacre, wasn't it? It was. It? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely it was. A McDonald's Massacre. What was yeah. the guy's name? Herbert? Herb something? I don't remember. Anyway, let's move on to happier thoughts, shall we? Happier <laughs> <laughs> What's happier in this world? <laughs> it is true. Um, Kristen, I have to ask you a question. I already brought this up to, to Brittany and Rudy today. Well, I didn't really bring it up. We talked to them about it shortly. I sat down. I love John Wick 1. I thought John Wick 2 and 3 were not very good. I tried to watch John Wick 4, which everybody tells me is phenomenal. But I don't know if I can... Three hours, Kristen. I heard you made it 10 minutes. I made it 10 <laughs> minutes. That's ex- well, thank you for listening. We appreciate I that. I do. I listen in the morning while I like, <laughs> get my face ready so I don't scare you. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yes. You're a real scary looking person. I forgot how homely you are. Jesus. What an ego. Um, it is scary. I promise you. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, it ah. is. <laughs> Okay, never mind. So, in any case, I, I will watch it, but am I going to have to watch this in, like, three one-hour episodes? I think so. I think that's probably the best thing for you. Just, it's too long. you know, an hour here, go have a snack, go to bed, did you ever watch work with, another hour the next day. Did Just you ever find work with, a nice, good, convenient spot to cut it. Did you ever work with Keanu Reeves? I haven't. He, you know, everyone I know who has interviewed him just has the best Phenomenal. things to say about how sweet he is. I remember the Chucker on KQ interviewed him one time. The Chucker did these fake interviews. 
Power 92 with the checker. He made up this fake disc jockey voice on the rest of it. Keanu Reeves thought it was hilarious. Instead of being pissed off about it, he thought it was hilarious. He went with it. He was just a great guy about it. Isn't that nice to hear? It is nice. I mean, he's someone I don't think who takes himself too seriously. No. He doesn't take his fame right. too seriously. Yep. He's really good to his fans. And, you know, and he has a girlfriend. Um, I think her name is Alexandra Grant. And she's got this beautiful, like, gray silver hair. And people who were, like, at first were like, why is he dating this old woman? She's his age. He's just dating someone his age. And he's like, this is my beautiful lady. Like, he's always supported her and, like, really got people to, like, just back off. Is he supposed to be dating an 18-year-old like right. other gross people in Hollywood? Well, that's a good point, actually. Oh, one more thing about the Chucker interview with Keanu Reeves. He goes, I want to hear all about your new band. It's called Dog Show. He goes, no, it's it's Dog Star. Yeah, Dog Show. I heard it's really, it was phenomenal. Hmm. Absolutely magnificent. And the people in this room, I can tell, hate the man who does uh, the Chucker just because there's no reaction whatsoever. No, I've, I've heard this before, so I was waiting for, uh, I didn't know if, she, if Kristen had heard this before. What? I, I hadn't, but it's it's one of those situations. The I, I'm not into, like, the disc jockey that does all the voices and the, the shtick, as I call it. <laughs> well, it is shtick. You're absolutely right. It is. I'm like, just, like, talk. He was like, really good at it. Just be normal. There, something must have happened good yesterday that you can talk about. Well, I mean, this was a bit, though. It was yeah. not him all the time. It was a bit that he did. It was, yeah. it was done pretty well because it was always, like, now it's the chucker. It wasn't, like, throughout the whole time. No. For sure. No, no, it was really, really good. But in any case, the whole point of the, the, uh, the, uh, the discussion there was the fact that Keanu Reeves is a very decent human being. And he went with the joke. He him, did. Yeah. Who, yeah, him so. in the uh, Wonder Years kid. Uh, yeah. Fred Savage. Savage. Fred Savage. He was phenomenal. They, they, out of all the people that the Chucker called and gave a hard time to, he, they both just went with it. Like, yep, all right. And wasn't he like ten? Yes, he was very young, <laughs> he and he was, was really like, you could young. just feel the eye roll, but he was like laughing with him. Fred Indeed. Savage's level of comedy is so good. He did a short-lived TV series with Rob Lowe called The Grinder. Mm -hmm. It was so funny, and it just never found an audience. Really? And I cannot believe, yeah, it didn't um, last. I, I think, like, it was, like, right before the streaming days. So I felt like maybe a few more. It was just ahead of its time. Um, but now Fred Savage is canceled from Hollywood. So why? there's that. What happened? Uh, he was he's because he became a very well-known director. He was directing comedies and dramas right. and doing really well. Right. Um, but he started um, being very abusive on set oh. to the actors. And uh, he was working on The Wonder Years, the reboot that they did. And he was directing most of the episodes. And it became a toxic workplace environment that they had to fire him from the show. Wow. So he literally became like Britney then. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Very abusive. Yes. Toxic workplace. To toxic workplace. <laughs> I can't believe you're sitting next to her. <laughs> I know. I, why am I in this room? I don't want to be here. No, that's too bad because I always liked Fred Savage because of the Chucker thing because he was 10 years old and he got Very the joke. Very talented. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, super is. talented. And his brother, yeah. Ben Savage, whom a lot of people know from Boy Meets World mm -hmm. on Disney Channel and then the updated one, Girl Meets World, he's running for office um, here in California. So I guess he's taken a pivot from his acting career. No, you got to do what you got to do. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.